the air conditioner was going to remain on for this broadcast. Yes, uh, I think jumping a fire would translate to QJ style. We're talking about we. Um, Sean put a Facebook thing out. Did he post it? Yeah, it was he posted on Facebook. Yeah. You know, uh, you can only keep ten Metallica songs for the rest of your life. And I was like, all right, give me a minute. I didn't answer for like three days. Not because oh, I was, no, was procrastinating. It's because I was doing all kinds of mathematical calculations. Yes. Uh, you know that meme where the, the, the girl's like looking off and there's all these equations around her head? Like she's, yeah. that was me. I, yeah, I ignored it. I just kept on scrolling. I mean, because. And then. That's what the that's what Facebook should be for though. Oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah. That kind of stuff. Not I hate this. I love that. Yeah. Give it down. Yeah. Say something funny. It should be fun. It should be that. It should be entertaining. Cats jumping at cucumbers. Cat videos. <laughs> yeah. That's why. But you know what? I got I got props to Facebook. I, I talk a lot of shit about Facebook because I'm not a fan of social media, but it's a necessary evil in all my projects. So I embrace it. But the cool thing is, I've noticed they've they've got a pretty smart algorithm in that like if you click like on a lot of stuff that yes, you like you, yeah. you're only gonna you're mostly gonna see that like right. now when I scroll my feed I mostly see things that I actually like because I've clicked like on that stuff yeah uh, I utilize the groups more because I'm, I'm a member of a lot of homebrew Facebook groups so and uh, they give a lot of like I'm a homebrew DIY which is how to make things related like I watched one for uh, making a fermenter, a fermentation chamber. I watched one of them the other day. It was from a Facebook group. But, back when we were talking about, I, I was binging Metallica albums because I don't remember the names of the songs. Uh, and I'll say what you said when we first started recording because that was funny about the the names getting rubbed off of the cassettes. Oh, yeah, because I was... <laughs> it was what, mate? It was... Uh, the cass- Kill them all. Master Puppets Ride the Lightning and Hell of Justice too. Probably more so in Justice because get a little bit closer to that. In, in ju- I've uh, learned if I boost the volume in post, it boosts the background yeah. noise too. Because so. I uh the names get rubbed off the tapes. And with Injustice for All, I wore out two tapes. It's cause I got to the point where I played Justice so which the tape wore out. Yeah, I remember because we were so used to being so delicate with the vinyl. Because one little thing, yeah. a vinyl and CD had that in common. Yeah. Like, if you weren't careful, but with tapes, you were like, man, it's got yeah. its own box around it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I can stick it in yeah. my back pocket and uh, sit on it and but, uh, throw it across yeah. the room, and it's going to be all but right. But I've only wore out two albums on tape, and one was a Justice for Well, three. I take that back. Three albums. Three albums I wore slap out. Like, they would not play anymore. And it was a Justice for All, Live Throwing Copper, and the First Blind Mountain Album. So... I, I was with you to the blind metal thing, but you're from West. But the first so. blind metal album was good. The first, but yeah. it's not your thing, though. I can I, see where. I mean, from. I like blind metal. There's a lot of good songs. But it's the first. But one. I wouldn't put it in my top. Well, you know, uh, it was more. It was. It was more John's. But uh, now Rob, Rob Ross, uh, now he would be with you. On there's some kick-ass songs on that first album. He's huge. Man. Yeah. Not. Not. No rain. Uh, yeah. I always <laughs> thought that, like me not even being that huge of a fan. He was even like. Uh, why is that the song they got no idea. famous? There was a whole lot better song. A whole lot better. Almost, still, almost every song is better. I still listen to songs on that, except that one. Let me do a quick audio check, because I'm okay. not liking the way these wave files are looking. They're kind of making me paranoid. But yeah, I, I enjoyed doing that list, because I had to really think. Uh, and yeah. you were asking me before we were recording, like, 
if I had to cover a song off Kill 'Em All, which one would it be? And I just started naming like every song. Every song the album. They're all good. And yeah. they're all good. But because that's when Metallica was a little like people don't get that when I say Metallica's got a punk rock influence to them. And I'm like, if you don't hear punk rock in their music, yeah. Now I understand, but go back and listen to Kill 'Em All because it was. Th- I mean, thrash and punk have a, a similar yeah. DNA sh- strand. Yeah, they're they're related. Uh, I was thinking when I was listening through through the first couple of tracks, and then I got to Whiplash. Can you imagine being like, was it 1980, 81, putting in Kill 'Em All and Whiplash coming on when it first came on? It was 83. 83. Yeah, we Kill 'Em All. That's when it came out, yeah. Uh, but when Whiplash, Whiplash is probably my favorite song. So off the that and Four Horsemen. I don't know. See, I changed my mind already. Right. The, but with the, <laughs> lyrics, the, the lyrics is what get me on Four Horsemen. They're, uh, yeah, the, the, those lyrics are, are, are bad. Metal, metal, uh, metal Militia. That's pretty good, too. And you were mentioning Jumping the Fire. That dun, 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 that's a fresh, tasty lick right there. That's a fresh jam, bro. Yeah. That's what y'all should cover. That's some... That's what I think I should cover. That's the peanut butter with the jelly. Yeah. You get all of it. Um, We got a lot of talk about tonight. Yes. And you brought that whiskey over here, and I was all pumped up and excited. <laughs> you just laid but that down, whiskey was it? so good, and we only drank one dram of it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man. I'm, like, so chill right now. Remember that night I laid you down listen to Phil Collins? <laughs> Or is, no. it Clyde, or is it Clyde made whiskey? That's what it is. And you brought that... Uh, <laughs> we, you tell them about the beer and the whiskey that you brought. You brought some good shit tonight. Uh, Slighty Mighty Dogfish Head Low-Cal low IPA. It's a low-calorie, low-carb beer that does not taste like it. It's good. And no, I'm not on a diet. I just didn't want to drink a big 8% alcohol IPA after working on my house today. Yeah. So... Well, it's almost like the best of both worlds. You can have it all with that beer. Yes, and you can I'm have not a full-bodied, yeah. robust, hoppy flavor, and still not, yeah. you know, have to wait till it cools down outside to drink it. And I can you smash can two or three of them. I mean, yeah, I can yeah. I can drink that while I'm over the yard instead of after. Yeah, it's only four percent alcohol, so. so and it's a lot darker in color. I poured mine in a glass yeah. just so I could look at it. It's good. It's great. It's great beer. Yeah, you were like, I just found your new favorite beer, <laughs> and I, I drank some of it, and I was like, oh, give me a glass. Yeah. This is this is an experience. Where did you get that? Uh, I got it at, uh, at Papa V's, and I seen it, I thought, oh, yeah, Mark would probably I'm like I'm going to say it's probably not the BP and Amory. Oh, no. <laughs> and when I seen it as being a low-cal beer, I said, Mark, Mark will probably like this. Uh, and I got it. Of course, I drank it. And, good, and I said, well, Mark will get a couple of them. <laughs> so I go get them all. Because, yeah, they're good. And then they lucked up and found that Clyde May, Clyde May Alabama whiskey. Yeah, we, you found some whiskey from Alabama that's, like, amazing. And we're just now hearing about it. Just now hearing about it. They've Apparently, been around since the 40s. 46 or something. And uh, it's good shit. I'm tempted to get you to kill that air conditioner. It's ruining our audio. It's not that. I can kill it. Yeah, let's kill it. At least for this part. Once we get them hooked, then we can ruin the audio. But you're going you're gonna to hear the difference. 
Look at that. Look at the look at the difference. Like as we're recording this, even as digital, we can see the files. But look at well, I can't go back because it jumps ahead. But it, yeah, even it even looks different. The sound looks different. It's so quiet in here. I feel like I'm scared. I'm gonna fart, and everybody's gonna hear it. Well, now you're gonna hear every little noise my chair makes. Yeah. But yeah, we'll we'll do this real quick, and then we'll take a break and turn it back take on. Take a break and turn it back on. Um, the first thing I want to announce, and first of all, sorry it took us this long to do another podcast. That wasn't uh, from a lack of wanting to. We've just been really busy behind the scenes. We've made a lot of good headway on the new Kill J album. Of course, Thousand Foot Grave is now on Spotify. You can go listen to it. We're recording uh, today as we record this is Thursday? It's Thursday, yes. Saturday, two days from now, we're going to record our first music video in 20 years. When? First music video ever. When are you doing that? Saturday. Damn it. Um, I'll be at work, so I can't be in it. We we actually did a one video one time a long time ago for the Darkest Hour, and we did it ourselves. And for the time, it was okay, but it just production wise, it just didn't turn out good enough to release it publicly. Right. So technically, we've never had a music video. We've had some lyric videos and a bunch of live stuff, but. There's never been an official, official kill video. J- and it's not for Thousand Foot Grave. It's for a different song. So the first time you'll hear the second new song will be when that video comes out. We don't have a release date for it, but it it won't be, you know. There'll, there'll have to be, you know, some time with editing and right. And we've we've already been doing a lot of behind the scenes prep work, and it is it was kind of Sean's brainchild, and then we just start bouncing ideas off each other, and it just kind of morphed, and we wanted to keep the first video kind of simple. Mm-hmm. But it's going to have like a cool theme to it. Awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. Like I said, it's our first first video ever. I hope it turns out good. Uh, we're not doing it ourselves, so and I'm sure it will. <laughs> doing it. Big Germ. Big Germ. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, he's like a professional photographer. Yeah. I need him. And uh, yeah, where y'all filming at? Um, I'll tell you when we get off there. Okay, it's a secret. Kinda. I mean, not really. Well, yeah. I mean, you don't want. I mean, nobody will really give a shit. But it's at my house. What? <laughs> yeah, it's at I'm your house. I'm sleeping. I didn't. I knew you. I didn't. I, know, I didn't want to tell you because <laughs> you don't I'm, know yet. I don't know yet. I'm going to be at work that night. <laughs> I mean, you know, fixed your floors. You know, let's go test it out. Yeah, you test it out. Hey, me and David, you, you can jump them down on them. If it can survive a Kill J video, yeah, shit, you're good. I'll be going to the Humber store tomorrow, getting another batch of beer stuff to brew. I said that all wrong. Getting a, we know what you meant. Yeah. Get some more stuff to brew another batch of beer. I, I don't, probably the last podcast we did, we were brewing the stout, probably. Yeah. And it's done, and it's good, and we've been drinking it. We've been doing car bombs. Do car bombs with the stout. Dude. <laughs> it's good. It's perfect for a car bomb, because it's a little sweeter than a Guinness. Yeah. Not that I'm not saying it's better than Guinness. Okay, I ain't, I ain't trying to brag that much. It's not the same kind of stout as a Guinness. Yeah. Uh, I it's will make. Stout. I haven't made a dry stout yet, and that's what Guinness is. I haven't made a dry stout. I guess the only stout we've made is this stout. It just feels like if you're gonna do Guinness, you need a nitrous setup. Yeah. Uh, and if I had a nitrous setup, what would be better, Guinness or this stout we just made on nitrous? Woo! I mean, I wouldn't say no. No, I wouldn't either. <laughs> 
we had a good homebrew club meeting a couple weeks ago. Yes, we did. It was kind of an official, unofficial homebrew club meeting. It was kind of like, damn it, we're not having a meeting. We should get together and drink beer anyway. Yeah. That's what it was. Over so at Skip's house. Over at Skip's house. But, um, that's what's going on with us. The other big thing I wanted to announce, since I'm shamelessly self-promoting stuff that I'm involved in anyway, we finally... I put this on our Twitter, but I don't think a lot of, I think more people see our Facebook, social media wise. And actually, I think we've got a pretty good presence on Instagram. But the only place I put it officially was on Twitter. I wanted to wait till we talked about it on the show to like really just force it in everybody's face. But we now officially have a Patreon page that you can go to, become a patron. Yes, and we haven't talked about that. Uh, uh, because I've had the, the Patreon page earmarked. Well, I've had it for a long time. I just haven't, you know. Once you get done and set right. it up like you want, you click launch, and then it's public. It's not just something you log into to tweet. Uh, the reason I wouldn't launch it is because I wasn't gonna launch it without content, and you'd be surprised. Some people on Patreon, and I'm not knocking them, uh, because there's there's some people out there that just want to support something they like, which is fine. Uh, and so they're like, hey, I got this thing that I'm doing. Become a patron, and it'll help me. But with me, I'm like, well, yeah, that's going to help us for sure. This thing isn't, It's this podcast is free for you to listen to, but it's not free for us to put out. In fact, our, our renewal is pretty, for my budget, expensive, and it's, it's renewing this month. Uh, but you're not getting, you're not just supporting us, you're getting some, you're getting some shit. Getting some shit, folks. Some exclusive shit. And there's already stuff out there now, and I didn't want to launch it until there, there was some stuff. And uh, one of the stuffs is, do you remember when me and you went to the beach? We did a podcast yes. on the beach. Uh, it's bittersweet because we, we went out to the beach three days, uh-huh. and I did three, like, 20-minute-ish right. segments. Well, I don't know what happened to the third one, and that was my favorite one because that's when we drank scotch on the we beach. We drank scotch on the beach. All I got is part one and part two. Oh. Like my, my, it, it skipped it when I was going through my phone, oh, shit. my voice recorder, and just wasn't there. I didn't delete it. I mean, I guess I deleted it, but I didn't mean to. But it was like recording 20, 21, 23. Oh, shit. Or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it just skipped that. It just wasn't there. But anyway, I cut it together. I edited it together. And uh, it's an episode out there. We're podcasting from the beach. You can hear the ocean in the background. It's pretty cool. So it's an exclusive Patreon. It's an exclusive. The only way you can hear that show is on Patreon. I don't... uh, Honestly, I don't remember what else I put. I know I put the video of Kel out riding the mechanical bull at Comic Con. That should be there. There was something else that's really cool I put out there. I think, uh, no, a long time ago, when I first started working on Patreon, we did a segment talking about it. Okay. And it's on there. And I'm currently, as we speak, working on a, well, I almost used the word professional. Uh, Nothing I do is professional, but. A, like a real thought out I'm, I'm working on my outline right now to, to like give you an idea of how much I'm putting into okay. this yeah. but it's basically I'm going to do a, a solo podcast about the history of it's basically the history of DC comics but it's also basically the history of comics in general because DC was first mm-hmm. you know I don't know a lot of people know that but right, know, DC. DC was you know well established before Marvel came along and uh so they, they kind of jump-started the whole thing. and there's a, uh, I watched a documentary that gave me the idea to do it, but I'm not just lifting stuff from the documentary. It's kind of from my point of view, uh, how comics started, how they evolved, and 
like the different eras of comets because you had uh, Golden Age, Silver Age, mm. Bronze Age, and um, it's gonna be like a good if you like comic books and you're interested in the, it's gonna be like the history of comics according to Mark, basically, and that's gonna be the, probably the next exclusive thing I put out there. And if you're a patron, you'll be able to listen to stuff like that. Well, and another big thing, and this is the, the reason I wanted to do a Patreon to start with. We're running out of space on our server. Like we're we're hosted through Podomatic, and we have a hundred and thirty something podcasts out there now. We're just getting kind of full. Yeah. So I'm gonna archive our old episodes. In fact, within the next probably couple of months, you'll see episode one through twenty five disappear from our main feed. So you might want to start bootlegging it now if you don't want to be a patron. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and a patron will serve as an archive for old episodes that I no longer have room for on the Podomatic server. So that's another reason, like a core reason to, to become a patron. I'm going to start recording brew sessions and talk, kind of talking through the process of me brewing beer. Uh, it's hard to do it with a video, uh, but while I'm brewing, I can talk and I don't have to hold a camera. Yeah, and your new brew kettle isn't loud. Uh, it's not as loud, so I can I can record while I'm brewing. And uh, I would just you know, since the air off, we started talking quieter. We started talking quieter. Yeah, talk like the air is on. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I was gonna do some stuff like that. I don't know if it would be beneficial for the Patreon, but absolutely, uh, I can record it, and you can do what you what you want. And some of the uh, like I just finished the new Salvatore book, uh, and holy shit, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but yeah, it's pretty awesome. I know you don't read them, but you know who he is. I'm a fan. But uh, I was gonna. Um, I've I've got a bunch of bunch of that on audio. That start talking. I to you need to you need to listen to him. Yeah, I mean I'm I mean obviously I'm a fan because I play D and D and right. And I'm gonna order me a mic for my phone where I can just plug it in and like. Dude, just start doing it, man. Well, like, I don't. Talk you feel kind of weird at first. Like still to this day, when I podcast by myself, I feel kind of awkward well i want to order a, but you get used to it since i don't talk loud anyway and eventually i'm going to have to be recording myself on my phone this winter because i already said so i said so and you record all this. you heard it ladies and gentlemen we got a hold of against him. and you record all these things so i figure i need a mic on my phone because uh i write i think i wrote four pages the other night i'm writing now oh good so you're doing an outline too. Talking about, me, talking about me DMing this winter. Oh. Do you know what I'm talking about? Talk about that. Do you know what I'm talking about? Did you? <laughs> I thought you were gonna. Oh, you were talking about your outline on a podcast. No, I am. Podcast I am writing a, a a campaign. Right as we speak, not like right now, literally, but I'm writing it. I will write some at home when I get home tonight. Nice. I hope so. We had a good D and D session out here. Uh, last Sunday. Yeah. Like I transitioned to that D&D talk real quick. And we totally wrecked Clint's campaign. <laughs> but like, uh, did the basic summary, because we didn't record it, we were in an arena. It's supposed to be just basic arena fights because we didn't... Didn't we, have nothing going we had on. To, we didn't have nothing going on because... We have this big problem in the summer. The same group of people doesn't always show up. Right. So you can't continue what you were doing without messing them up. Right. Or them messing you up. So we were supposed to just do arena fights. And we were determined we were getting out of that arena. <laughs> oh, God. 
And we wouldn't have been able to figure it out if RJ had been. You better be glad John wouldn't DM it. Oh, yeah. get out of that dude. Well, Clint's forgiving like that because sometimes he'll be like, he'll be like, this is not what I wanted you to do, but, but I'm, I'm okay I'm with it. I'm kind of curious to see, see what y'all were to go with it. Uh, <laughs> and we, I mean, we had newer characters. We didn't really give a damn if we died. We kind of figured we would. Uh, but it, it, it actually turned into a pretty good. I'm not a huge fan of people trying to rape my campaign. But, <laughs> it sucked. But, but sometimes you got to go for it. But it was a, it was a, it was an arena, so it wasn't really yeah. a campaign. So you basically probably done something cool. You know, you brought a campaign out of out of him instead of just doing. RJ had fight. this uh, spell book, or maybe it was a necklace that had some spells in it, and one of them is where he can basically turn everybody around him into gas. Like a cloud. Oh, okay. And that's that's basically how we got out of there. That's good. But now we're like we're we have we we spent a lot of time in the tunnels of the Underdark, which is not a great place to be in life. No, <laughs> it's, it's not. not a, it's not. Yeah. And uh, we when we when we finished up, we were we finally got out into the real world or the real fake world. The real fake world. So anyway, that sound of the like simultaneous clicks and thuds is like people shutting the podcast off that don't like D and D. Probably, but it can't be no more boring than talking about making beer. I mean, <laughs> the concept is okay, but I've had people tell me they're a not small niche of people that like to make beer. That's true, but I've had people tell me, <clears throat> even though they're not into it, they enjoy us talking about it. Okay. I like to the, hear the process. I probably don't hear from the people that don't care to hear about it. <laughs> right, there's a lot. <laughs> so, yeah. We're talking about making freaking beer. Uh, well, I've got some exciting news to talk about because the internet gets broken a lot lately. Like, the big breaking of the internet the last couple of shows was around Michael Keaton's yeah. big announcement that he's coming back as Batman in the Flash movie. This Flash movie is shaping up to be the biggest movie ever that almost didn't happen. There was a while there they were like, uh, we're going to go a different direction. You know, we're not. We're, we're putting the Flash movie on hold. Well, now not only is it definitely happening, it's definitely going to have Michael Keaton in it. The big announcement that was made, and I'm pretty sure this is officially, they said he is going to be in the costume. Because it was sure. speculated he was just going to do a Bruce Wayne thing. Bruce Wayne thing? Like a little cameo. Yeah. Because the Flashpoint movie, I'm sure, is going to deal with time travel, alternate timelines, so you have room to tie things together. Right. And now the big announcement is Ben Affleck is going to be in it. Damn. Yeah. Awesome. Matter of fact, what I read, you know, I was over here cramming when you first got here because I just found out today. Oh. They've been doing this DC fandom thing online. And I thought it already happened, but it's still kind of happening. I don't know. I'm confused about the inner workings, but it's basically an online DC uh, convention. It's a con. And they do panels. They're making announcements. They're showing trailers like they do at the big cons. They've announced that uh, Ben Affleck is going to be in it. And from what I read, he made some major changes to the script of the Flash movie. To, in order to be in it, like it was kind of like his, okay, I'll be in it, but I want to change this kind of thing. And I find that interesting because Ben Affleck's Batman 
is an, the older, you know, more grizzled, chiseled, tired. He even made the statement, I'm barely doing it now. Uh, you know, when Wonder Woman said, how long can you do this? He said, I'm barely doing it now. But also Michael Keaton is going to be that. So you're going to have both. And poor Pattison, man. I feel bad for him because his Batman is coming out. His Batman movie, and he's got to compete with two mega Batman. Two mega Batmans right back to People being right in the same movie. Uh, yeah, that's that's going to be really I, interesting. I think Pattinson's Batman is going to kind of fit the John. It's going to fit the people of today. It's not going to, like, the older people might not like it, but the new... Yeah, that's true from, from the Batman perspective, but, like, younger people are really into Flash right now because of the Flash TV show. Oh, that's true, yeah. This movie's either going to be, like, the thing that turns things around for DC or, or the nail in the coffin. Like, if it flops and it's just uh, it's yeah. a big mess, then... But I, I've got high hopes for DC right now, man, because the Snyder Cut thing has gotten everybody just jazzed. Then all these big announcements about the Flash movie and everything, he's got everybody like, whoa. And another, and this isn't a fact, this is a rumor. I, I did this deep dive on these YouTube videos where, where people do basically what me and you are doing now, talk shit about stuff they've heard and blah, right. blah, blah. Um, the rumor is that somehow Michelle Pfeiffer is going to be involved oh. in the Michael Keaton segment. Like, I guess maybe they're going to be together or whatever. That would be cool. That would be awesome. Hey, maybe they're, like, married and there's a Damien. Of course, Damien didn't come from them two. But they, I mean, they don't base everything off the comics. You know, Damien was the child of Batman and uh, uh, Talia Agul. All right. But they could, I mean, in the movies, they don't always, they could make it Michelle Pfeiffer and... Yeah. Yeah. She was a good guy. Yeah. But uh, what I heard was is it's another kind of semi-confirmed thing that the idea all along with bringing Michael Keaton back is that they're setting up for a Batman Beyond series of movies. And I don't know. I know you're not familiar with Batman Beyond, but no. it was an animated show where there's an old Bruce Wayne that's retired, and he's recruited uh, Terry Guinness, Terry McGinnis to be Batman and he's like his mentor. Is those cartoons on HBO Max? Oh, I don't know if Batman Beyond is. It's good. Because there's some DC, there's some DC. I know, I watched the Harley Quinn show because it, it got sent to Max. DC and HBO Max did something because... Do you know who the voice of Harley Quinn is? Yeah, uh, Penny. Penny from the Factory. Yeah, uh, Cuckoo, Kaylee Cuckoo. Yeah. Sounded good. Do a There's job. a bunch of yeah. The, the, that Harley Quinn show is weird. It's good and it's funny, but you just have to like not think of it as a a Batman related thing. Like Jim Gordon's like a moron, and oh, even really? Batman's funny. Like everybody's funny and it's silly and it's campy, and they do silly shit that makes it seem like it's a kid's show. But they say the f word and talk about like. Adult-oriented oh. thing, so it's kind of hard to pick your put your finger put on your who finger it's on, for. Yeah. But either way, it's funny and it's it's good. Maybe a late teen group is what they're trying to focus on. Maybe so. 
it's just kind of weird because it's, it's silly like they do silly shit that make, would make kids laugh because it made me laugh and just a grown up kid <laughs> a grown up kid it might be a uh, late teens is what they're targeting maybe so and normally I would say I don't like that but if it's good it's good and it was good but I like of course I'm behind I'm behind on like two or three episodes right now but Doom Patrol is kind of it's, I mean it's summertime that's downright stupid yeah but it's good yeah, I I've watched most of the first season of that. I'm done with the third. I'm I'm uh on the second season. Oh, I'm looking finally looking at my notes. Um, going back to Ben Affleck, uh, evidently he's playing a quote unquote pivotal role in the Flashpoint movie. Okay. Uh, there's another theory or rumor going around that uh, Grant Gustin, is it Gustin Gustin, uh, the Flash from the TV show mm-hmm. may make an appearance. Along with Ezra Miller as Flash, which we've already seen if you watch the Arrowverse shows. Right. And I know you're kind of getting familiar with that now because you started watching Batwoman. She's part of the. Yeah, Arrowverse. I started watching Batwoman. Uh, the Arrowverse consists of you know Arrow was first, so that's why they call it that. Then I think Flash, and now you have uh, Supergirl and Black Lightning. And Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. But every year they do a crossover event where all of them okay. are together. Well, last year's crossover event was a, a big multiverse type thing. And they met face to face. Spoiler alert. I mean, it came out over here. Damn it, now you got to watch it. Ezra Miller and Grant Gustin came. So we've already seen it on the small screen. Mm-hmm. So it would stand a reason that they come full circle and. Even if it's for, because it was a quick little thing. Right. It just was just like, like a quick little, whoa, whoa, whoa. And they were pointing at each other and like, and Grant was like, dude, your suit is awesome. <laughs> but uh, I think it'd be neat if they did something like that, just a quick little cameo. Just a quick little cameo. That'd be cool. And uh, another thing about Aflac, and from what I heard, read, a lot of this is going to depend on how the Snyder Cut goes. I mean, they've really, really doubled down in, on HBO Max and made this big partnership with DC. They're saying the DC app is probably fixing to fizzle out because of it. So HBO Max is, like, really, like, trying to be, yeah. like, the juggernaut streaming service. And what happened with... The main thing that happened with Ben Affleck stopping being Batman was because he wrote a Batman script. Oh, wow. And whoever didn't really like it and wanted to go a different direction. And he was like, okay, well, whatever. But now, they're talking about doing his movie on HBO Max if the Snyder Cut does good. Okay. If everybody goes bananas over the Snyder Cut, like I hope they do, then they go do bananas. They may say, here, here's some money, go make your movie. Go make your movie. And be back as Batman again. Yeah, that would be good. This could like, this could be a game changer. Yeah. DC's like really got they well, could really turn things around right well Marvel kind of they kind of blow their wad I mean they run all out of stuff right I mean I mean I mean what's left for them to do yeah I mean how can you top you can't what do, they've done in game and all that kind of stuff you can't really you'd have to I think they're going to rely on the X-Men coming in they'd have to redo that because that, that whole X-Men that run has kind of ended with the Dark Phoenix and yeah the Wolverine's gone now. They'll have to recast to start all. So they've got to start all over with the X Men. They have to do a Fantastic reboot. Four and yeah. A reboot of X Men would be good. I think they're gonna 
bring them all together. Yeah. But with, or tie it into the current continuity to garner interest in the fact that you're not going to see, you know, uh, Robert Downey Jr. anymore. You're right. not going to see, uh, uh, the, shit, the guy that played Captain America. I just went blank. Chris Evans. Is that his name? And that whiskey erasing my mind. I don't know. Uh, oh, Andrew Dice Clay. That's who played Captain America. Psh, duh. Andrew Dice Clay. Okay. I, I just insert people's names when I think okay. stuff. Andrew Dice Clay. He played. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and there'll be some like familiar faces too. Like they've kind of tried to pass the torch and tie the old in with the yeah. new. I'm interested to see what they do, but. And it's not just because I'm a DC guy. I'm more interested to see what happens with DC because. Uh, like they they restructured their whole comic line like they laid off a bunch of people they're starting some new titles they're coming up on Batman 100 in the comic book on mm. the current of Batman comics they're doing this thing called Joker War it started with Batman 95 so up to Batman 100 I think that's going to be a big deal it kind of already is so I don't know they're, they're kind of stacking the deck here for some good things I hope it I hope it goes well. I've got high hopes. I'll watch it. I'm not a DC fan. I like Batman and Superman. But, you know, as far as the DC universe, I really don't know what that means. Yeah. Uh, Marvel, I'm not going to say I'm a Marvel fan. I read Ghost Rider, which was Marvel. Yeah, I like Ghost Rider. And I like X-Men. I just started out with DC, and yeah. even though I liked all the Marvel stuff, I was like, I can't. Keep can't up with keep all up. of it. There's I no didn't, way. It's too much. Yeah, I, I didn't really get into this. Like, I felt sorry for my cousin because he read X-Men comics. I was like, oh, God. Like, Jesus, yeah. how many comics do you have to buy per day? Yeah, I read Marvel. I read Ghost Rider, and they used to be half issues. And it was Ghost Rider on one side and Wolverine on the other. So it was Wolverine. Oh, nice. Was it like the other with Flea? You, you had to it? flip it over. So that's how I got it. You got nice. Ghost Rider on one side and the other, the flip side, the reciprocal, was Wolverine. Who was it that used to do that? There was a comic book company that used to do that a lot. But yeah, um, we're, we're fixing to get off this topic and take a break, but um, I was listening to Kevin Smith's co- uh, podcast, and he said that, in his opinion, he thinks the paper, physical comic books, mm-hmm. in this day and age, especially since the, the, the whole COVID thing and DC's restructuring, and because uh, you know they put their production on comic books on halt. On halt. Yeah, they stopped them. Because yeah, there was nobody there to do them. They are in quarantine. He thinks they're gonna comic books are gonna become like go the way of the vinyl. Novels. Oh shit! It's still gonna exist, but it's gonna be like a nostalgic. A nostalgic. Like, yeah. Like e- like even kids these days still do vinyl, but it's mostly it's like a small niche of people. Yeah, it's going to be a small niche of people that are like, this is, it's better this way. Right. I think they're really fixing to start pushing digital. Um, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm a collector, uh, but I like reading more than I like collecting. So the digital work in your favor? <laughs> I mean, I, Stan Lee said it best. He said, uh, I don't want to misquote it, but basically something like this. He said, a woman's breasts look great on a computer screen, but I'd rather have them in my hands. <laughs> sure. And that's the way, you know. Right. Us old school people, like, we, I like to hold a comic book and flip through it. Right. And, you know. But 
I mean, sometimes it's convenient to lay in bed with your iPad and read them too. You know, so I'm not, I don't knock digital Are you talking either. about the digital boobs again or what? <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, I forgot where we was at. Yeah. <laughs> that whole boob thing threw you completely off. Right. But yeah, I think, I think he's probably right. I don't, I don't think comic books in, in their physical form is ever going to go away. But I think, it's, I think it's about to get a little bit different. It already has. They're going to have to rethink the way they do it like there, there may be a subscription service like Netflix where you get your comics oh wow so, I mean yeah well the D I mean the DC app was doing it right with their comics they didn't have all of them out there but if you subscribed you could get their their comic titles and read them too so maybe that'll become a, a thing with comics in the future but anyway let's get another drink let's turn this air conditioner back on and we'll uh, come back and yeah it's getting warm bring it home You brought up something during our break that made me realize I announced that we had a Patreon page, but I failed to announce where it is. I mean, obviously, you can go to patreon.com and search for it. And search for Real Pop Culture, and you'll find us. But for those who want the actual URL, it's patreon.com slash realpopculture. And that's uh, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Real Pop Culture, one word, no spaces. And I was showing Anthony the content that's out there now. we got a few things. We're working on a lot of more things. And, uh, you know, uh, if you go look, you'll see, like, ac- access to early content as a part of it. And I've always tried to, even with our subscribers, I'll do this. I'll put the podcast out sometimes. If it's not time sensitive, and then I'll announce it on social media that it's out like a day later, because I want people to subscribe. Because if you subscribe, you already know that, because it notifies you. Right. Hey, there's a new episode of this podcast you like that you subscribe to, and if you, depending on how you have your settings, you could even have it to automatically download. Automatic. Yeah. Uh, if you're like me and in, in your commute, there's gaps of shoddy service. There's some podcasts like my favorite ones I set it to download them to my phone as soon as there's a new one that way even if I don't have good service I can still listen to it that reminds me I have to download stuff to my phone tonight oh yeah you're gonna be somewhere without service oh uh, it work uh, I got I, I got plenty of service but I don't like sucking up all my data my data or your data your data and your data and my data either one yeah, both of them will be gone. both of them uh, and with HBO Max and Netflix, I can download episodes at home on my Wi-Fi mm-hmm. and bring it to work and watch it. Yeah, that's what Kelly used to do over here. He would yeah. log into his Netflix on his iPad and download a bunch of shit yeah. and then take it home and watch you it. You can do it with HBO Max, too. I didn't know that. Yes. Now, I think HBO Max is like, there's so many streaming services right now, and there's so many more in the works. Like, I've heard that, like, different yeah, studios are all going to have their own streaming service and we're fixing to have the streaming service wars going on but I think uh, HBO Max is really it's it's got a lot of content yeah it's and got, it's not uh, just like you can watch like the Big Bang theories on there right that's what I've been saying. and it's got a uh, it's got certain it's like it's got like National Ge- Geographic it's got um, no wait that might be yeah it's got National Geographic it's got National Geographic is that Disney Plus? That's Disney Plus. That's 
Yeah, it's got TNT. Yeah. It's got it's got a lot of anime. It's got an anime network on there. Like a bunch of anime stuff. I don't think Disney Plus is going anywhere. It's it's Mandalorian's all it's got. Yeah, that's what I said. But then Alicia reminded me, like all of Marvel, all of Marvel. This is true. All the Star Wars I universe. I just watched. I just watched Iron Man and Star Wars on there the other day. Man, so, Iron Man is so good. The Iron Man one is so good. It is so good. I don't think we said this on film, on tape, or whatever this is. This is tape, right? It's tape. We it's know. It's tape. Yeah, for us. Oh, uh, like when we say cut, we really mean cut the tape. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about. Um, I started watching Dexter again from the beginning, and I was like, "Oh my god, this show is so good." And there was stuff like, and I don't mind saying, and it's not really spoilery, but I mean, shit, the show's if been. If you ain't watching, you should have already watched it. You definitely need to watch it. I was like, you know, the thing about how Dokes used to really mess with Dexter. Yeah. They started that right off the bat. Right off the bat. In my mind, that happened later on. No, it was right off the bat. And the thing with him and Rita, he, he was with her from like the start of the show. I thought that came later. Okay. So, I mean, just little shit like that that I'm like. Wow, they really got right to it. And they would have like four plots going at once. At one time. Duh. Like they could have took this whole part out that was awesome. Yeah. And it still would have been yeah. good. Uh, what stands out to me on Dexter was with uh, John Lithgow. Yeah. He was good in that. Oh, yeah. Good. That's, he sh- he, I don't know if he won any reward for he that performance. He was good in but that. He should have. He should have had every little piece of shiny things that were given He was away. in that new Perry Mason. Briefly. Yeah, he was in that new Perry Mason. John Lithgow's good and everything, but like him as a as a bad guy, like the big bad of the whole season. Was he in as a bad guy? Monkey Shines? Was he a bad guy in Monkey Shines? He was just, it was engaging to watch him act. But he was, he was a bad person in Monkey Shines, I thought. Can't remember. If we had a young Jamie to check that out for me. Yeah, I've only had a young Jamie. Damn it. Dude, Big. is, is you know, Jamie going with I think so. Joe Rogan to Texas? I think so. He's moving with him? Well, he's not. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Man. I don't know his life. I mean, I would. I mean, what's he going to dang Oh, you Joe Rogan. <laughs> what are you? You ain't nothing special. You're nothing without me, you Joe Rogan. You ain't special. You can't fucking Google. You're never going to get oh. your internet explicit. stuff. Explicit. Why am I doing that in <laughs> yeah, Hulk Hogan's voice? <laughs> Listen here, brother. You're never going to be anything without young Jamie. <laughs> Did you say the David Blaine? Yes, I loved it. Did you? I, hey, I told everybody, well, I told everybody on our Facebook group, I said, don't listen to it. I had turned the volume. I, t- I knew. It. I've seen him don't do, the, listen to I've it. Seen him do it. the frog before, so I turned the volume down. He put an effing ice pick through his arm. Yeah, I've seen, yeah, I've seen him do that frog before, and I knew. I was like, I, let me turn that down. I just watched him. Oh, but the noises made you sick. Well, no, I knew it, I knew it was going to happen. So yeah, you oh. know me. I don't like him. Yeah, uh, yeah. I want to shoot people for talking with their mouth full. You know, I'm, I don't. I don't want to hear you throwing up a gallon of water. <laughs> that dude's insane. He's nuts. Dude, listening to him describe his next stunt that he's about to do. Oh my god! But I want to watch it. I got. Oh yeah. I want to watch it. Oh, I'm going to be there. And uh, be there. Person. I'm going to be in a balloon. Uh. <laughs> The thing, that, the thing that freaks me out the most about that stunt is that he's got to go up into the balloons to get his parachute, parachute. at 5,000 feet, feet, then no, put it yeah. on. 
Yeah. Then see how high yeah. he can get. Yeah. It's crazy. But uh, like, it gives me vertigo just to think you about can, that. It was cool listening to the because uh, he's passionate about what he does. Yes. And you can tell because oh, he gets yeah. gooberly excited about he it. He gets giddy about that shit. And he can't like he can't. Be, he's not a public speaker by any means. No. He's all over the place. But like, he he's a, Joe had to reel him in a couple yeah, times. Yeah, he's he's he gets giddy when he's talking about stuff. But uh, but I'll, I'll, I've always liked. Now I, he's my age. I thought he was. I thought he was like a lot younger than me. He's Dude, younger. he was super young when he did that that Dave, David Blaine Street Magic yeah. special. Mm-hmm. He's my age. Now. The craziest trick I ever saw him do. When he did uh, on the Street Magic episode, I think there was like two of them, and I don't even remember where they aired. I mean, nowadays, obviously, they're all over YouTube, but this is like b- before YouTube. Yeah. He uh, he was standing by a store window on the street, like on a sidewalk, and he's like, you know, pick a card. Mm-hmm. And the girl picked a card. And he got the dick and threw the whole dick against the, the window. Side. And not only was her card stuck to the window, it was stuck to the other side of the window. Now, this is the thing. Did How you, the hell? Did, when he was talking about some of the people that inspired him, that one guy, I can't remember his name, that one guy who ate the cigarettes, did you go back and watch that on YouTube? Uh-uh. You should. The guy eating the cigarettes? Yeah, he died, he said he died doing his craft. Yeah. He said he wanted They killed him. It, yeah. But uh, and I, that one guy that they, he would get swords stuck through. Yeah, yeah. I rem- he died from swallowing an ice pick. Yeah, I remember watching that guy eating cigarettes from Johnny Carson. I remember a guy that would put like a shitload of them in his mouth and light them. That's him. That's the same guy. That's the same guy. He would just throw it in there. Oh. He just throw it in. No, 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 no. This guy would put a bunch in his mouth at one time, and like his mouth him. stretched real big, and he'd light all of them. Okay. And I was like, how is that no, not going to give him cancer? Yeah. Even if you don't inhale. But uh, I, I think it was, we are talking about still on Joe Rogan when, who was it? Was it, I can't remember who said it. It might have been David Blaine. There's a David Cho. Nobody talked, everybody, your claim to fame when you was anything, other than an actress, when you was like a musician or a comedian or anything, your claim to fame was being on Tonight Show. Right? Yeah. That's when you know you was at a point where you was only going up. Yeah. It's not the case anymore. No. Just Joe Rogan. Going on Joe Rogan. When you go on Joe Rogan, you can do your bit, and you can smoke pot and say F-words. <laughs> because the people, a testament to that is that the people that I've never heard of that were on there, the, the next time they came on, they said that everybody says, I never knew who you were until you were on Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. And then they got, like, I'm not, not that they weren't famous before, but, like, super like it really excelled. There's uh, few people that have been on their, that show that didn't excel their career. You know, we was over here. We was on here. We was out here the other day. Uh, was it last Saturday or something? We was listening to Wheeler Walker Jr. or Walker Wheeler Jr. Yeah. Uh, and we looked, and I said he was on Joe Rogan, right? Well, he's been on there twice. So I went. I, I pulled him up when I went to work the other day. And I was listening to the Joe. I watched it on YouTube. Did, yeah. That, and they started talking. I'm telling your boss you watch YouTube at work. Okay. So I, I, I started watching it, and it was the second one. And he started referencing the first one. So I was like, okay, I got to stop. So I went back to the other one. And that dude is a freaking nut. <laughs> I need to watch those. I didn't even know there was two. I didn't even know there was one until you were over Watch time. the first one. Just watch the first one, and, and you will you'll see. I, haven't, I, I finished the first one. I haven't watched the second one yet. But he gets in there talking. 
And he, yeah. And then I started. I listened to his first album. <laughs> that is hilarious. It's not right. Well, he explains why he wrote that album, and, and I think you'll appreciate it. Man, I'm just so nervous because I've been I've been enjo- enjoying Joe Rogan's podcast so much. Like I've done got to where there's only two podcast. Well, I listen to a lot of podcasts, but there's very few that I'll listen to them no matter what subject they're covering or no matter who they're interviewing. But his is one of those. Like Joe Rogan's gonna make it interesting no matter what. Yes, I don't. Uh, I'm not big into the even though I like MMA. When he does like the the fight companions, I don't always listen to those, and I'm glad he kind of separated that because that's just him. I, I like watching MMA, but I don't just like listening to people talk about. They're him. they're not. They're just getting drunk. Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh crap! Just see what happened. They missed it. They you know they 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 they're not even watching. I would probably like those too, but that's the only ones that I kind of vet a little bit. Um, but the what reason I'm so nervous is like. We live in this day and age of scandals. And I'm like, Joe, please keep your fucking nose clean, man. I don't want to... I, I think I he does. I don't want Joe Rogan's I scandal. think he does. I think he's straight. I think he's good. There's been a lot of people, though, that you thought. And then all of a sudden, here's their scandal. But he's... And somebody even said it on his podcast, and I laughed my ass off because it's so true. Like, this is the worst time in the world to be a celebrity. I think <laughs> Rob Lowe said that. Right. He's like, who would want to be a celebrity right now? Yeah. Nobody. No. Because all the, I mean, all they're gonna do is dig up something stupid you, you did. did thirty years ago. Did you watch that? That you somehow got online and your fuck, you know, your whole career's done. Did you watch that YouTube thing? I'm not gonna edit out that because I didn't say the whole word. Fuh. You I said fuh. I said fuh. Fuh. Like it's a that word. Could, that could have been anything. Yeah. Did you watch the Rob Lowe? Like I said fun. Grammy thing. Yeah, that was pretty. Bad. <laughs> it was pretty horrible. I bet that thing got a million <laughs> hits after horrible. that episode because they wouldn't show it. On the show, so I paused right. it. I paused it and watched it. And watched it. Oh my god! I didn't finish it. it was horrible. Yeah, I couldn't finish it. I fast forwarded through some of it. They were talking about bombing. It's like, <laughs> dude, I bombed in front of a billion people. <laughs> he did, but that wasn't his fault, though. No, he done good at what they what asked him material? to do. The material was horrible. Yeah, it sucked. It's bad. And I really like how. Rogan is like such a man's man, but he's also kind of a, a nerd too about and, a lot of things. And he's sensitive. I mean, if yeah. he's if he, if he's gets sad about his dog dying, he's gonna cry and tell you, and he's yep. he's not gonna try to hide it. Yep. And he did with uh, Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Yep. Yeah, he's definitely not a bullshitter either. Like, if you're on his show and you say something he don't agree with, he's like, I don't agree with that. I don't. I think you're bullshit. <laughs> One hundred percent liberal, but he will listen to the point of view of anybody. He's friends with conservatives, and he's he he he's a normal person basically. Talking to his talking to his. I friends. thought him, but well, Ted Nugent was it was going to be a shit show, but it was good. That was a good show. It was a great show, and they don't see eye to eye on. But they do see eye to eye on enough things. Enough things. Yeah, because they're both big hunters. They both right. believe you know they're big time into guns and you know. Even though, like, Nugent is, like, extreme politically in a direction that Joe's probably not, they still found their common ground and yeah, kind of stayed with that. Uh, the Tony Hawk one, I don't know if you listened to Tony Hawk one. That was pretty cool. Didn't hear that one. Because you're not a skateboarder. No, I just, I mean, dude, he's got 1,700 episodes. Uh, oh, I, I started t- listening a couple uh, of years ago. The Tony Hawk was good. It's weird because they're the same age. 
Oh, really? Tony, yeah, Tony Hawk's still skating, and he's 50. I had a skateboard. 52 years It didn't really work out for me well because I was a fat kid. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's some wonderful overweight skateboarders out there, but it did not work to my advantage. It didn't work to your advantage. It, I was not uh, – it did not help me be aerodynamic. Yeah, and I was uh, – What's the opposite of clumsy? Awesome. <laughs> I was yeah, medi- I wasn't awesome. I was medi- I ate a lot of shit. A mediocre skateboarder at best. You oh. looked like a skateboarder back in the day. I, I did skate. T- tell me right now because I, I know this to be true. Admit it. What? And I don't know this, but I, I do know this. What? At one point in your life, you owned a Vision Streetwear t-shirt. Uh, and shoes. <laughs> See, I knew it. I, 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 and, and skateboard. I think my skateboard, my first skateboard was a Vision. Damn. I mean, I wouldn't have billboard or anything. I was going to say. Not all at the same time. That shit's expensive. Where'd you work? Uh... I was bagging groceries. Well, I bought my skateboard used from somebody. But, uh, Vision Streetwear, I got yeah. There was a skateboard shop in the store in the mall in Columbus. That's where I used to buy my skateboard shirts and stuff. There was a, uh, there was a place called the Tupelo Bike Shop, I'm yeah. to say. Mm-hmm. They sell Vision Streetwear skateboards and shirts and paraphernalia and... I went up there. Of course, all I could afford was the stickers, so I took my generic ass skateboard and covered it in non non generic stickers. Uh, I would I would wear a pair. <laughs> it's like of I peeled v- off the great value and. Put I would wear a pair of Vision Streetwear now. They're comfortable shoes. Oh, I mean, man. I don't need the Ollie pad or anything. But you know. did you have any parachute pants? No, I did not. Come on, hammer, don't hurt. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't have any parachute pants. I didn't have a members only jacket. <laughs> Uh, I wanted a members only. Dude, jacket. I had the. I wish I still had it because if I if I just brought it in here in the room and showed it to you, you would die a lot. What is it? But it was like we, we didn't. I'm not gonna say we grew up poor, but I mean, we grew up humble. Right. And I don't know. I guess my mom bought it for me or whatever. But like, <laughs> it's a straight up like g- generic ass members only jacket. I've got. Oh, it's got yeah, like St. John's. I think. I think. Like, I think it looked like a members only jacket, I, and you see the little label. Did you say like, members only? Uh, where did but you? But those were the. Those, I mean, that was. I would wear a members only jacket now. I mean, you could wear one now and it not be out the of style. The only problem with the members only jacket is you can't sneak up on nobody because like if your arms are moving, it's like whistling. It's making this whistling uh, noise. I I think that, I don't got a fabric that one was. Of my, my, not a good I, design. Do you remember? Uh, I had the big poofy 80s jackets. The poofy 80s jackets. Oh, I had a poncho. The poofy 80s jacket. Was it, was it a poncho? No, it was just a poofy jacket. Poofy no, but like, didn't did, weren't there a poncho face where like you had the big, is that the right word? It's big heavy uh, thing with the hood and the big pocket in the I, front. I didn't have that. Was it a poncho? Is that what they called them? It's not a poncho. Poncho is basically just a, a generic raincoat. This was like a, a big shirt, a coat. Oh, you talking about that? With yeah. a big hood. And it was always like a big front made out of like a freaking Indian blanket or something. Yeah, it's real hot. Yeah, those were in the nineties. That's the nineties thing. Yeah, I don't know what, what those called. They always stunk. There's no way to make them not stink. Because everybody who wore them smoked weed. And it was always hot when you wore them. Yes. Because it was a hot. I think everybody who hot. had one of those had borrowed it from somebody else. Yeah. Because I had one, but it just wasn't mine. God, what are those called? I don't even know how to Google it. I don't either. It was, it was like a rug. It was. It was like a rug. I mean, they were not comfortable. No, they're not. No, yeah. 
but a lot of people had them. Everybody, yeah. Yeah. I still have my denim jacket. That's what I like the most is a denim jacket. I just wish I had taken all my pins off of it. I think I took them off to wash it or something. Pins, patches. I had a t-shirt set on the back of mine that got ripped. I just had a t-shirt on the back of mine. Yeah, like some people would cut out a part of a t-shirt and put it on the safety pins. Yeah. I had a lot of pins. Lots of pins. Like, your denim jacket was like your MySpace page of the well, I was, it, You know how you, like, you and, decorate your MySpace page with all this stuff? Like mine. mine was a freakishly amount of pins. Yes, because you could go to Coker's and they had this display of like every rock band no, and the sorry. pins were like 25, 30 cents. Coker's, Coker's. So every time you would go get whatever on your way to school or drink or whatever, like I you would get a couple. And I would, I drew shit on mine, I could draw, so I'd draw stuff on mine. Yeah. You can still see the holes in mine from all the pins, but I don't know where the pins are. I tried it on and it made me pretty depressed. Yeah, it looked like Tommy Boy. <laughs> Fat boy in a little coat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't rip it. Yeah. This part of the podcast was funner than the first part. Well, because we'd have to air conditioner on. <laughs> it's cooler. But while we drank that whiskey, and I was just like so relaxed. I think I brought the room down. I feel a lot better now. I'm going to drink some more tonight when we get home. Oh. Just so you know. Yeah, but it's only $30 a bottle. I'm going to give me one. Yeah, that's good. I'll pull you a shot before I leave. Oh, you know what I forgot to say? Shout out to uh, the Gemstone. You brought us an order of uh, Mississippi egg rolls. Yes, I did. That we ate during the break, and they were delicious. Yes. Uh, Chad Houston is still going to come do a show with us. He's just been really freakishly busy with that restaurant. Uh, yeah, it was and packed for tonight. For good reason. It's, it was it's packed really tonight. It's, it's packed every night. Yeah. And it's reservation only. Like, you can't go in there and get a table. He does open seating past 8 for appetizers only. So you can go in there after 8 o'clock. Is there not a line? I don't know. Never done it before. I guarantee you, and it's too hot to have a line out the door, but if, if he just opened it up wide open, there would be a line out the door. Probably. I don't know what time we are going to get done with your video Saturday. It'll be late. It'll be late. So we got to do a lot of prep work. It's going to be fun, though. I described it to you in the during the break. So is there going to be any extras in it or anything? No. Um... I don't want to give much away because I, I want it to be a surprise. Not that there's millions of people clamoring to see what Kill Jay's up to behind the scenes or anything, but I just think it's. I, I want people to like when they see it the first time and go, "Oh, that's neat." Oh, that's neat. Because if it, if it comes across like we've planned it to, it's going to have that effect. Like, oh, that's pretty cool. But every every storyboard, and I say storyboard with quotes, like everything's just going to be kind of implied. Okay. There's not going to be like actors and right stuff like that we're, we're keeping it simple but we're, we're, we're going to do it cool I think it's going to be cool awesome. I'm, I'm probably going to like it it's like when I write a song I'm like well at least I like it I don't <laughs> know if anybody else will it matters yeah and uh, this song we're doing the video too nobody's heard except for our friends and stuff and the ones that we've let listen to it and the ones who have heard it live not that there's been just a whole lot of live stuff lately, but we did do the song live a few times prior to COVID. Everybody really digs the song. And so I'm really excited about, you know, putting it all together and putting it out there as a, a debut video. Like, not only is it we finally did a video, 
but it's a debut song as well. Right. That's cool. And if if this goes well, I want it to be something that we start doing regularly because that's where it's at nowadays. Dude, I found out about bands on more bands on YouTube than anywhere. YouTube, yeah, you're gonna have it on your YouTube channel. Oh yeah, and we'll put it all over Facebook and all that when it's ready. And I don't think it's gonna take a real long time to cut it together. I mean, I don't know. It's not that's I'm not the one doing it. Thank God. Yeah. That's why I think it'll be good. <laughs> Are we forgetting anything? Uh, I think we uh, Hey, I've been watching the hell out of Umbrella Academy. I start. I haven't finished it. Yeah, I, I started it, and I said they say the second season is better than the I first. I watched the first episode, and it's like I need to watch this at home, so I, I stopped it. But I did watch the first episode for that for that. I was gonna watch it when I was at work, where I could talk about it on here, but I, I need to watch it again. It was one of those shows that when it came out, it was like The Watchmen. Everyone was like, "Mark, you need to watch this. You need to watch this. It's really good." I'm like, "I know, and I can tell. I'm probably gonna like it. That's why I'm not watching it right now." I watched The Watchmen. It was good. But the thing about the quarantine is, I've caught up on everything. But just about the only. So now I'm I'm going back and watching shows. Like I just finished The Watchmen like a couple of weeks ago. I'm binging through. There's only one thing I remember from the Watchmen. What? It's a very large blue penis. <laughs> that was the same way in the movie too. It was a little bit more defined in the the HBO version. Hmm. You know how I do a custom graphic for every episode? Should I do a side by side Doctor Manhattan penis comparison from the movie and the TV show? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Would we still maintain our PG-13 rating? I don't know. You don't know? I mean, I don't know if that was CGI or not. That was... I'm pretty sure the the movie version The movie was. version was. The show version... I think that was a real good one. I don't know. I'm just man. saying. I didn't really put that much thought into it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I remember listening to The Nerdist, that... That uh, they call it ID Ten T now. It's the podcast that Chris Hardwick does, and they were talking about Doctor Manhattan in the movie because he was CGI, and they were like, "You know that there was somebody, some programmer, in in charge of the swing of Doctor Manhattan's penis as he walked. Like that was his job to do the motion." And like they probably had a meeting, like, "No, no, 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 man, do it like this." Do like this. And the arm back and forth, like, "Oof." Yeah, like if there's some papers on the desk, we want them to blow <laughs> as it sweeps to the right, <laughs> and as it goes back yeah. to the left, like somebody's eating an ice cream cone and like the top layer falls off. We're like, oh, my ice cream! <laughs> you went too far. I did, didn't you I? You went way too far. I was really trying to stick that joke, man. You went too far with the papers moving. I'm just saying. <laughs> you laughed. Uh. I laugh because you went too far. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Ugh. We're gonna have nightmares tonight about a swaying blue penis. Everybody needs to listen to this whole podcast. The second part's way better. <laughs> I feel like I really just didn't do good on the first part. We was kind of lethargic. We get that way usually now though, because it's like late. Because this when we take the breaks when we do the shot. Oh. 
I did, started up. We, we started off. We did the drinks early tonight. Because usually what happens is by the end of the night, it's like we're tired. We've been doing a podcast. It's like we got to work the next day. And we just get a little blah. Sometimes some funny shit comes out of that, though. Yeah. Because we don't give a damn what we say. You don't even matter. I obviously don't now. I'm talking about Dr. Manhattan's <laughs> penis knocking off ice cream cones. <laughs> talking about his cosplay. <laughs> I think you might have to beat that. I'm not sure. Probably. Yeah. We're almost at the hour mark. Yeah. Go check out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash RealPopCulture. We got some good stuff coming. And if you listen to this whole entire podcast, there's going to be like three beeps in it. Or censors, and it's not even going to be there at all, and you won't even know about it. <laughs> the uncensored version. But if, if it's but if it's in the Patreon, the beeps will not be there. I'm probably going to try to get this podcast out as soon as possible. But most podcasts, most most episodes, you're going to know about it first if you're A, a patron, and B, a subscriber. Subscriber. I don't think there's a lot of editing to this. Just There's a lot of pauses. Maybe I can get it out tomorrow. You can The pauses and the beeps. If it's, it's Friday and you're a subscriber and you're listening to this, yeah, I did my job. I feel bad because the two beeps. There's probably people laughing right now because they know it's not Friday when they're listening to it. <laughs> they're listening to it on Tuesday. The two beeps are mine, both of them. Because I said fuh. You said fuh. And then ended there. I could have been saying fun dip. Fun dip. Or fugly. Fugly. Yeah. I'm trying to think of more words that start with fuh. <laughs> I almost said it. I almost had a third beat. <laughs> Funyuns. Yeah. Funyuns, fun dip. Yeah. Funko pop. Funko pop. That's what I was going to say. Funko pop. You just say, yeah, there's Funko pop. That doesn't work in the place of the F word all the time. Because you can't say, man, Funko pop my ass. <laughs> Funko pop me in the ass. I think you might have to beep something, some of that. I'm not sure. <laughs> Nobody's listening at this point. They turned it off in the first half. They we, should be. When we were, like, lethargic. Why are we so goofy right now? Just I mean, loving, we're just loving life, We're just man. weird. Yeah. Chill out. The air conditioner's on. We ate some... Yep. Ate some good food, drank some good beer, drank some good whiskey. Pig shit in the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Alright, look. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know I have a dog who I love to death that is literally 792 years old. Yeah. And, and his birthday's tomorrow. So he's going to be 793. Well, he came, because the studio is a separate facility, he came in from outside, and as soon as he walked to the door, <laughs> he's like, hey, I'm here, bloop, here's your big old dookie. I was like, man, the door, you, you just came through the door from the outside. Could you not have done that and then walked in? Nope. He's like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just going to leave right there for you. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, it, it was a... Uh, one of those is easy to clean up. Yeah, it was easy to clean up. Man. Yeah. 
On one hand, I'm like, man, what the hell? On the other hand, you feel bad. For he's 900 years old, so you can't really. And he don't really give a shit. Either. No, he's, he's like, like, man, I clean that bitch. Clean it up. Yeah. <laughs> and he bring me a bone. It could have been worse. You know. <laughs> when well, you get out of cleaning up my poop, I'm yeah. one of them dog bones. You one of them dog bones. I know where they at. And be happy. You know, it could have went through a screen door, yeah. know, but it didn't. Oh, so. well, that's that's happened. Yeah. <laughs> All you pet owners out there know what I'm talking about. Yeah. The struggle is real. Yeah, I had to. My dog pissed in the bed last night. Your dog pissed on me the last time I was at your house. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna get him back. <laughs> I'm gonna pee on him. <laughs> like I had to come home and put my pants in the washing machine. <laughs> You know how you can wear jeans two or three days and get away with it? Yeah, no. Not with dog It wasn't that much. It was like a little dribble. It was enough. It was a little happy pee. A little he happy. Got, he got too excited. He'd just come in from outside peeing, didn't he? Right. He's a happy puppy pee. Your dog reminds me of my mom's dog, like 100% wide open. He's so excited all the time. Like, my mom's dog will just be like literally running in circles, like, yes. like a little tornado, and then it'll stop and fall asleep. <laughs> It like burns up all of its all energy because the pedals to the floor. Yeah. Then the gas runs out. Boom. Yeah. Wakes up. <laughs> it's wide open. Uh, he was my little buddy when uh, the girls were going to the beach. It was me and him for a week. So we was chilling. <laughs> so I can picture your dog doing a lot of things, but chilling. We sit on the porch and drink beer. That's <laughs> what so he did. Does he relax? Uh, he's, he does more outside. When he gets outside, he'll run around outside and catch a frog. I think when company's there, he probably He gets excited when company's there. He likes new people. New people meet a pet. Does he, he ever chase his tail? Yeah, sometimes. Oh, man, that cracks me up. I got a video of my mom's dog chasing yeah. his tail. I'm like, can I not, like, figure out a way to harness some of that energy? It, and it, like inject some of it like on a Monday morning so when he gets outside like he's got outside the front door before and he's right there on the porch by Bane on the other side of the fence and he'll charge him <clears throat> growl and bark at him I feel like it would be on like Looney Tunes where the little dogs making fun of the big dog <laughs> yeah. and they're walking along and then the ch- the, the fence stops <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, be uh, and I'm, I'm gonna say I'm sure that Bane just took a dump this way more than my dog. Oh, yeah. Then, then Kara's dog. It's Kara's dog. Uh, so, yeah. It, but he don't, he don't back down. And Bane don't even, he don't care. He's 10 years old. He care less. <laughs> I thought that was so funny because both my pets are the same. They're old. Right. Like, I don't even know how old cats live, but my cat is, like, old. Old. But uh, Sean brought his dog, Archer, over here, which he's kind of a little puppy. Yeah. And uh, Mama Cat walks up and, like, Sean put some food out for her. And Mama Cat just walked and started eating it. And he was sitting there, like, barking at her. He was, she was just looking yeah, at him like, here. bitch, what, what you going to do? What you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm a cat. <laughs> she can really give you, like, I've never seen anything that can give you a go-to-hell look like my cat. Oh, yeah. Cause she likes to hunt at the end of the yard down here because it's like a where yeah. the driveway curves is like a, a, a critter crossing I guess There's lots of rabbits rabbits mice you know critters she likes to hunt she's old school you know barn cat when I mow the yard she looks at me like you are f- this up for me 
There's your beep. There's my beep. But that's how she looks at me. Right. She just, just looks at me like, are you, you messed, stupid? You messed it up. You are ruining this. You're messing up my hunting plot. You're scaring the animals off. <laughs> You're making the grass low so they don't feel like they can They're safe. safely travel through it. Like, you were just messing my shit up. Right. Stop it. I had a cat catch a rabbit. Oh, mama cats caught rabbits? Like, yeah. Killed him. Brought it up. I said, holy crap. Like a, like a rabbit. Like a grown rabbit. That's what's so funny when people come over, they start petting my cat, and they're like, oh, look at the sweet little kitty. No, can't say she's a sweet little, oh, she's purring. Oh, what a sweet little sweet thing. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh. You ain't seen her do some of the shit I've seen her do. Right. When she speared that sparrow like Goldberg from WCW <laughs> yes. and toyed with it yeah. till it died. That some bitch is a savage, bro. Yeah. Ate his head off and gave she it is to a, She is a savage. Nature is savage, man. Cats are horrible. Um, oh, you cat lovers out there, I'm sorry. Oh, I, I love watching cat videos. And Shane said something funny one day. I think it was Shane that said it. He said, you know why your cat has not killed you yet? Because it can't. Because it can't. That's why. If your cat was any bigger, you'd be dead. That's what, that's what Joe Rogan said. He it said, has to be that size. Yeah. yeah if it yeah. was like, like here's, I'm putting my hand against the ground showing how big a cat is. But if it was this size instead of this size, yeah. you'd be dead. It's like, I think Joe Rogan said, kill he you. said, if you put me in a room, with a pissed off 10 pound dog, I'm gonna win. You're gonna be with a 10 pound pissed off cat, I'm gonna come out with scratches on me and I'm gonna win. If it's an 80, a 50 pound dog, I might win. If it's a 50 pound cat, I'm dead. Dead. I'm done. <laughs> Dude, I don't hey, know. I would, I would say a 30 pound cat. If a cougar Those weighs. Those little mountain lions, yeah, they screw people up. And, and a cougar weighs 150 pounds. Chance. What are you gonna do? <laughs> it's got four legs with razor sharp claws, a mouthful of teeth. Yeah. It's fast as hell. No. Yeah, you're done. Done. Like if you if you get squared off with a dog, you can at least go, "Who's your buddy? Who's your, <laughs> Who's your buddy? <laughs> Who's your buddy? Where is he? Yeah. Where's your ball? I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get your ball." Oh, where's my ball? Where's my ball? Oh my God, what did I do with it? This is embarrassing. I gotta go to sleep. You gotta nigga this stuff. <laughs> yeah, we're having too much fun. Let's turn it off. Nigging it. Let's do what everybody else did and turn this podcast off. Shut that shit down. Oh, <laughs> Let me see what episode this is. We haven't done one in so long. I'm... Uh, I don't either. I have no idea. I always have to do this. You know what we're going to do? We're going to screw out, screw out and come up with some 150. Yeah, we're, well. 142. Yeah, the, yep, the last episode we did was on Brew Day of Brew the Day. beer we're drinking now. This has right. been done a while. Yeah. <laughs> it was August 11th. No. July no, it was July 21st. July 21st. I don't know why it says that. So a month ago. It says last modified August. I didn't modify it on August 11th. So it was a month since the last podcast. <clears throat> yeah. Thanks for listening to episode 142 of Real Pop Culture. We've been broadcasting live from high atop the first and only floor of the Kill J headquarters at the Kill J Ranch. Love you, bye. See you later, bye.
You didn't say that loud enough. See you later, bye. You said it too loud. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Did you hear that was loud? <laughs>